Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Seek First Podcast. I'm Rick Brown. We talk about everything here, life, seeking God, biblical truth, today's culture, and whatever is on my guest's radar to unpack. We want to understand what is happening around us. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Take a minute to subscribe to the Seek First Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Let's jump in. My new friend and fun guest here, Chuck Liddell. Well, thank you for having me. Looking sharp. You're staying in the gym. I'm staying. I'm staying working out. Yeah, trying to get trying to get back in shape, pretty much. <laughs> I get back from. I took some time, and I, I mean, I was. Uh, I had a couple of surgeries to all wear and tear. Right. And tear, but I also had my neck. Mm. I uh, had a neck issue with my. Um, it was like worn out, so it was sliding and tapping my spine. So that didn't that didn't that didn't help much. When I, <laughs> your balance balance and coordination was a little off. So. Well, we got that fixed and everything's uh, yeah going well. Your new the new improved model. Yeah, new new and improved. Ready yeah. to go. Where'd you grow up, Chuck? I grew up in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in Santa Barbara. Um, moved with my grandparents uh, when when I was eight and lived there for the rest of my uh, high school career. Now you told me a, a great story about going to school and uh, um, bullies that picking on you. And, oh yeah, and- when I was really young and I was getting picked on, I was uh, you know. I was getting uh, beat up a bunch, and kids are take actually taking my lunch money, which is kind of funny. I mean, it was, that's not that old taking your lunch money story. Yeah, um, but it was a real thing. It was a real thing. I, they, but you know, I wouldn't give it to them. I made them. I look back and I go, man, I wouldn't give it to them. I made them take it every time. Um, but I wouldn't fight back. And the the principal actually back, you know, nice nice principals back then were glad they were a little more uh, um, lenient with uh, defending yourself back then. Um, but he actually came up and asked me, well, why, why aren't you fighting back? And, and I said, my mom said, I can't. I'm not allowed to. And so they, they brought my mom in, and he brought my mom in and actually talked to my mom mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and explained, yeah, I know, I like the, the nonviolent thing. I like what you're doing, but you need to let this kid defend himself. I can't watch him every, every second of the day. Like, it's, he's getting picked on, and, you know, you got to let him, let him defend himself. Yeah. And, uh, so my mom said, "Okay, you can def- you can't start a fight, but you can finish it." Mm-hmm. And took me to my grandfather and had me start training. With, started teaching me how to box a little bit, a little street fighting stuff. Um, yeah. I grew. He grew up pretty. He was from Brooklyn and kind of grew up a little tough. So he, he was a. It was a couple. Of, some of the stuff they taught me was kind of funny, but it was. But he was te- teaching me since I was a kid how to fight, and um, yeah, and I just started defending myself, and, and you know. I did pretty well at that. So yeah. Got, got real into it. And I started, I always started protecting other people too. Like I didn't like other people being hurt. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like people being picked on because I knew what it felt like. Yeah. You know, so I didn't really like that at all. So I, it bothered me uh, more than most, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I, I, but then I liked to fight. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, it was a win win. I get to protect a guy and I get to fight. Yeah. Know? So it was nice. And I got it. I was really, um, used to watch Kung Fu Theater. And during the middle of Kung Fu Theater, there was always there's these demonstrations of karate, mm-hmm. like martial arts demonstrations, and there are guys breaking boards and doing yeah. crazy stuff, right? And I would, you know, I looked at it and I'm like, you know so what? So Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee. I, mean, I, I, I don't, I don't even remember who the guys were who they were doing. Okay. I just remember they were these things, you know, doing these crazy cool things, things you yeah. know? And and you know, I begged my mom to teach me, uh, let me go get join karate and do do karate and do stuff. And I actually, um, I even got the, you know, I got the book out of, out of the library. I'm sitting there trying to teach myself how to do. <laughs> now, 
Try, if you've never done martial arts at all, and you're trying to learn it from a book, <laughs> is that the way? Absolutely to go? <laughs> no chance. At least I didn't. I couldn't. I, I you was. Couldn't get I, your got, chi. I got nowhere you couldn't close. Get the chi. <laughs> I could, couldn't get anywhere close. Like when I looked at books after, you know, I've been doing martial arts for a while. Yeah. It was easy to kind of figure out the, how they're doing the moves and what, and kind yeah. of play with them a little bit and figure it out. Uh-huh. But before that, no, no chance. I was everything was wrong. Um, but you know, I begged my mom for about two years, mm-hmm. and she finally, you know. Um, actually, we went by this Kempo school three times. In Santa Barbara. It, in Santa Barbara, and it was closed. Mm-hmm. When the off, open hours were open, it was supposed to be open, and it was closed th- like three different times, I think it was, or two or three times. And I'm, I'm on the, we were walking home, and on the way home, we actually ran, walked across walked by this traditional karate school. It was called Koi Khan Karate Do. And I'm, we decided to walk in there, and they sold us a year membership, and... Uh, I started doing martial arts. I started doing karate. And you were how old? And I was 12 years old. 12. And so that was actually, it really taught me how to focus. You know, it helped me get used to because I wanted it so bad. I wanted to learn. And so I, but up to me, I said, wait, wait, so if I work hard, I can be better than that guy. I can get better. I can pass that guy that's better than me now. I can get better than him. It sounds pretty cool. Like that became my passion was to learn more and get better and be able to, to beat more people, yeah. like be able to beat more. And is it helpful because you go, hey, brown belt, uh, you know, all the different belts, uh, because each one's an increment of. I, I think uh, that that progress that, or not. I think you that didn't really care about that. I didn't. I, I the only thing I cared about is that meant I, that meant I got to do something new. Uh-huh. Like because it, it was kind of like once you get your green belt, then now you can spar. Mm-hmm. You can do this, and now you can do this. Now mm-hmm. you got the, on your brown belt. Now you're allowed to go to this and do this. Okay. So that for me was the difference. Like I, I didn't really. I, me being able to beat people sparring was what mattered to me. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be. I wanted. I sit there and I love sparring. I love training. I sit there. I sit there and I bring my bag in. I'd sit there. It was like an open, open mat. Most like that's how they did their training. Was they had some couple. Of, Conditioning classes, but they but they there's an open mat basically, so I just come in and I'd sit there and I you know wait and wait for people. Hey, you want to spar later? Oh, okay, yeah, I'd warm up and, and I'd uh, warm up and spar and then I'd, mm-hmm. if I you know during the summers I just sit there all day just mm-hmm. waiting for people to work out with. Um, but yeah, so that that kind of that kind of joined the martial arts and that got me my love of martial arts was something that stuck with me through all the way up through high school and. I said, you know, I go to wrestling practice, and I'd still go. To, I go to martial arts afterwards. So you started wrestling high school, like I, freshman. I wrestled, uh, my when? sophomore year in high school. Actually, okay. my actually that was funny too. I just kind of was thinking like our football coach said, "Well, what do you, what what other sports are you doing?" I'm like, "Um, uh, playing baseball." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you're wrestling because I didn't have a winter sport. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, so you wrestling. played football though too." I played. I played football, and then it, at, for my football coach required us to do. Um, uh, wrestling mm. for you know conditioning, conditioning off season sort of thing. Yeah, and so I end up, I ended up just liking wrestling. So I started wrestling, and it actually, mm. well, and worked out for me. I mean, that's I reason why I actually eventually I went to Cal Poly because I wanted to do um, both football and wrestling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went through for a year, went all the way through spring ball. I'm a, I'm a second string coming out of spring ball, a spring ball, but um, I, I I got a motorcycle accident during the summer, and then just decided made kind of made the decision like I really wasn't, so I wasn't able to come back early enough in, in, in the summer. And I kind of made the decision just do I want to stay in football or do I want to go to wrestling, 
because it's it kind of one or the other I was going to stick with because I was kind of the guy who cut weight for wrestling, mm -hmm. put weight on for football, and that really wasn't going to work very right. well. Yeah. And so I, I stuck with wrestling, which turned out to be a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good, I, choice. I, yeah, good choice. The uh, dojo uh, close to Cal Poly. I mean, no, how, no, could you actually, keep that going I, with I your actually karate? In, uh, I, start, I just kept doing different kinds of things. I do. I did join that Ki Jiu Jitsu club. Um, I did the, the Korean Martial Arts Club, and I and I went to that one because I, there was a hard, hard style karate club up there, but they a shore and real one, and but they had they you basically had to just start over. So okay. I was a black belt, and they wanted me to start over and oh. start over with which is fine, mm -hmm. which I which actually the Korean Martial Arts Club they said you have to start over with the your forms and your technique stuff, but. But if you wanted to do the sparring with the black belts and the, and the higher belts, then you could spar still. They were gonna mm -hmm. let me. They were gonna give me an ex exemption to spar. So right, because you had a black belt. Yeah. yeah. So I'm perfect. I, I don't mind doing that. I don't mind. I don't mind learning something new. Mm -hmm. And as long as I got to still play. But I'd always done like actually one of the things I did when I was growing up mm -hmm. um, was was just against the rules mm -hmm. back then. But uh, on Fridays was was kata day at, at our gym, and I'd come in for the shortest amount of time and do kata, and then I'd drive down. To this career, this kung fu uh, school that had open sparring. Okay. They had boxers come in there, guys from taekwondo, guys from all sorts of different karate styles, mm -hmm. um, or martial arts styles, and I, I was able to come in there and and spar with a lot of different people. And when you start seeing different looks, different people coming at you different ways, they're not all coming at you with the same style. They're yeah. Not, it's not always. Yeah. It, makes it, you more versatile. It, it makes you, and yeah, and it, it makes you adapt a little more. It makes. You, Makes you think a little more, and it makes you work, and and so I I enjoy doing that. I do that every week, so mm -hmm. so I, I go there, and and, and I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. You learn a lot because that way you're you're more more prepared for people to come at you in in different ways other than the people that you that you fight with every day at the gym. It's a funny thing how weird things happen, and yeah. things fall fall together. Um, the long version of this story. Now I started Alfie Alcaraz was a wrestle with me. He was a one eighteen pounder at Cal Poly. Yeah. And he's from Vegas, and he okay. he came and, and he he was interested in learning karate, and I was teaching him how to kick and do stuff. He's done some boxing when he was younger, mm -hmm. and he was really interested in that and got into it. When he went back to Vegas, um, and stopped, stopped wrestling and went back to Vegas, he he was like, you know, I want to compete, like I want to or I want to keep doing this, and I and he was looking for an instructor, looking at me and asking me questions, and 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 from people he talked to and, and talking to me, he picked. Um, Nick, I, I didn't know him, but I just hearing about him, I thought it sounded good. Nick one kick, Blomgren, which he wound up being his trainer. And, and they started training together, and, and he started kickboxing. So he started competing in kickboxing. I went and saw him in L.A. one time. And, mm -hmm. and, um, so I had gone out to, I was going out to see him fight in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Now, this is going to jump ahead of when I met John right before that. So okay. But the week before that, I met John, so I, I never know which way to tell the story first. But so I, <laughs> we'll track with you either but, way. But here, so I go, so I went out to Vegas yeah. to go, and then we'll, we'll flash back to when I met okay. John. I go out to Vegas and I and I'm going to watch him fight, and I go to his weigh-ins because we're, we're friends. I came out there to see him. We're at the weigh-ins and I'm waiting, and Nick comes over to me and he goes, "Hey, Alfie says you're pretty tough. You want to fight tomorrow night?" And I kind of thought about it for a second. And Sure, why not? Let's do it. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. I can fight. Mm -hmm. I love, I love fighting, right? Yeah. So, perfect. And um, and he goes, uh, well, that's uh, uh, 
let's go weigh in. So I got to weigh in. So I go to weigh in, and the commission's looking at me. I'm like, uh, and asked me like how many fights I had. I'm like, none. And I'm like, uh, and they're like, looked at Nick like, no official what? fights. You've had lots of sparring. Yeah, lots oh, of yeah. Sparring. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're not talking street fight. We're, we're talking kickboxing right. matches. They yeah, asked me like, yeah. They, they didn't ask. I mean, I. Am I like uh, like in the ring? Like, <laughs> none. Mm-hmm. And they looked at Nick like, "Come on, man! You can't yeah. pull this guy off the street and have him fight your main event." It was yeah. gonna be he was gonna put me on the, oh, main, the event. main event. <laughs> he was like, "I was 15 and 0 or something." Like, I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, come on!" Uh, they're like, "Come on!" And 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 so I was actually kind of disappointed that I wasn't gonna get to fight. And he kind of talked to me and said, "Well, you know what? If you go home and train, mm-hmm. you know, I'll put you on my next card. Next time I throw a show, I'll, I'll get someone for you. You can, yeah. you can have your first fight." Now, flashback a week before that, there there'd been a Koikon school opened up where I in San Luis Obispo where mm-hmm. I was going to school, mm-hmm. and I went in every once in a while, but it wasn't. I was training with other people and doing other things. I wasn't really training with them much. But they had some guy coming in to spar with some black belt from the prison that works up at the prison to come in to come in to spar, and I'm like, and they called me up, hey, can you come and spar with this guy? Because they want they wanted someone that could beat him, mm-hmm. right? So they need someone, and I. You know, I, I, so they they called me. So I think I took him down a couple times doing certain things, but other than that, you know, it was you know I thought he beat me up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or he, beat, is, he beat me, not beat me up, not beat me up. This is John yeah. Hackleman. Yeah. So the, that it turned out it was John Hackleman. So mm-hmm. he 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 outpointed me. I felt mm-hmm. like you know, and afterwards, you know, we're in the in the office and they're going like, hey, he really kicked that guy's butt. You know, mm-hmm. like he really kicked that guy's. Mm-hmm. I'm like. What fight were you watching? Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. I mean, it was out pointing me right and left. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, whatever. Yeah. But I went in the back and I talked to him, and, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, if you want to train anytime, he hand me a card." Mm-hmm. So now we go back. To, I'm coming driving home from Vegas because I drove out to Vegas to see it. I see uh, Alfie's fight, and I'm driving back, and I'm thinking about, "Oh, well, I'm gonna gotta go train, and gonna, you know, I'll come back and fight." Yeah, it's gonna you be get cool. on the card. And I'm like, "Wait," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got that guy's card," and it said. Well, champion kickboxer on it. Like, mm-hmm. or, like a, I'm all perfect. So I'll, I'll go train with I'll go train with this guy. I'll call him up. Mm-hmm. So I call him up. He said, "Yeah, come on up." So I mm-hmm. came up and mm-hmm. I came there and I went to his house and you go in there and and they drove up this long driveway and then I get to his house and you walk up these big steps and then you get up and this 800 I think 800 square foot like room that he had a couple of bags hanging and mm-hmm. and some gloves and stuff there. And we went in, and he had his buddy Jesus Sanchez with him. Was just uh, came to watch, I guess, or train with us. I don't know which which he really came yeah. for, but he came to see it. But um, so we went and got gloves. And he said, "Oh, let's just, just spar just hands." Now, I've never sparred just hands in my life. Like I, I'd always done karate and always did so you could kick and punch. But but it, no big deal. I didn't really think much of it. It's, okay, let's just um, this box. So now, for those of you who don't know, John. John, I think, had 20 pro boxing matches. Uh, I don't know. I think 40 some on kickboxing matches, pro kickboxing matches. I think 200 or so amateur fights. I think I don't know. He's, something crazy. He was on the All Army boxing team. Like he was. He's done a lot of a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. A lot of, he's had a lot of training. And um, how much he, older is he than you? Like um, 10 years. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Twenty years or something. 20? Like that. No, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, I think he's like eighty. John, I think he's, like, he's eighty years old. Yeah, he's a grandpa. We call him. Yeah, no, okay. he's, he's like eight years older than me. Okay, eight uh, years. So, yeah. But uh, um, we and we we and I, I think what I was like 20, 28, 27 at the time. So mm-hmm. no, no, no. I was twenty two. Twenty. Uh, he was, so he was. You know, he's still not. 
He's like 30 maybe. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I think he fought one, one time after that, um, after that, after, after me meeting him. Um, but anyway, I, yeah. I digress. And then, yeah. but, uh, so we're, we're going to go. put the gloves on. We're just going to be boxing. We're, yeah, we're just going to be boxing. So we we'll start boxing. So we start boxing, and he's beating he beating the living piss out of me. Like mm -hmm. he, I mean, he's just beating me up. Mm -hmm. um, and we keep going and going and going. And finally, Jesus Sanchez goes, "Hey man, stop! Like, come on, guy, can we just train? Can we just work out? Like, I can't watch this anymore. Like, he, I think he just got tired of seeing me eat punches in my face." Yeah. Um, so, and and, and he got, had, unofficially had, it was night headgear on, and unofficially it was 19, 19 straight minutes of sparring. So, Whoa. so, but it, it, and 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 then and then afterwards, um, we, we finished. We worked out, and then we went down house and it started raining and I'd ridden up there on my motorcycle mm -hmm. and he goes um, you come back tomorrow I said yeah sure we, we train tomorrow mm -hmm. I said, yeah well here take my take my truck my, my, man that's fine I can drive my, my motorcycle home. it's okay it's okay so no 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 just push that in the garage take my truck and he throws me keys a brand new truck now this is the second time I met the man mm -hmm. and, and through and you know I trained at his place for probably the next uh, you know six five six Oh, six probably six days a week, maybe been up there six or seven days a week for the next uh, probably I think seven so or so years until we both yeah. opened. I think six or seven years until we both opened gyms. So then sometimes we're at, just at the gyms training. But, but now that place is the pit, or known as the pit. Yeah, that was the pit. Or yeah. at his place, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was always a lot of fun. But you know, I I, I get what John does though now too. Like, cause we were up there and for a long time, we we have people that would come up. Oh, I want to I want to train. I want to do this. I want that. And you know, they come up and we and they get it. And you know, they get, they get put through it. I mean, they get, can they take? Are they, how tough are they? Yeah. And he was, I think they get evaluated times, pretty quick. Yeah, and I think but I think a lot of it had to do with he just you know he wasn't he was he wasn't charging people. It was for free. Uh, yeah. So I was kickboxing. I had twenty two kickboxing matches. Mm -hmm. um, Twenty and two as a kickboxer, mm -hmm. and then from there, like it was kind of at the point where, I you know I put pressure on John like I, like we need to start really going and trying to make some real money doing this. We need to get bigger fights and start doing some bigger. So stuff. this is all for fun? No, no. It, 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 we I were mean, still we we were we were fighting, trying to build up, but it wasn't it wasn't. We're, we're making a little money here, a little money there, but it wasn't it wasn't a big it wasn't any it wasn't like retiring money. It wasn't yeah. like you're gonna. And I I was bartending and, and uh, bartending and kickboxing. I was having a great time. Yeah, I, I loved it, but um, I needed I needed you know something I, more substantial. You know, I was getting pressure from my my grandma, like you know you because you, you got a degree. A lot of I, people I, don't I, know. I, I had a degree. Uh, uh, County concentration from Cal Poly, and they, she really wanted me to go get a real job. So I think she so was you guys need to your taxes your friends. done. You need your taxes done. Chuck's yeah. going to do your CPA. No, 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 no. But you have an accounting degree. It's I not like because you told me when you were in high school, you played football and you wrestled, and then you just did your schoolwork. I mean, you no. didn't do anything really outside of that. I mean, it was I, I there that. was such I a that. discipline. I did that really. and karate. Like oh, and I karate. wanted, I wanted to. I spent. I like. I. Well, you know, I, I, I hang out with my friends. I had friends we, I'd hang out with on, on mm -hmm. the weekends. I didn't, yeah. I didn't drink till I was 21. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that helped. That keeps, yeah. you, keeps you out of trouble a little yeah. bit, I think. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, we would go out and got, getting, got a lot of fights growing up. A lot of, right. a lot of, 
a lot of stuff going but on. But you were sharing a story with me. You're at Cal Poly, and you need that 400 math class, and people got to team up, and there's oh, a, yeah. they're, <laughs> they're concerned because oh, here no. comes the fighter, right? Oh, yeah. No, at that time, did you have the Mohawk? When when did you start um, the Mohawk? Uh, about in 92. So, yes, I had the Mohawk there. But, okay. Yeah, so, um, and, no, it was, I was a 400-level uh, business class, and I'm in there, and the, you know, you come in and, they, and walk around and ask everybody what they did, they're doing, and what they're gonna do, what they're, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I had an internship with this person, I had an internship with this company, I do this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do this, and they're talking about, get to me, I'm like, well, you know what, um, uh, I'm gonna be a fighter, and um, I'm just finishing up because I, you know, I started this, so I wanted to finish and get my degree, so that's right, that's why I'm here. And they're like, and everyone, and first, for the first project, everyone's like, uh, I don't know if I want that guy. Um, I mean, I, team, I, right? he's, not, he's not on my team, no, I don't want him. I, I mean, I, I got an A in the class, so I, I got, I, after the first project, everyone's like, oh, okay, so he's, yeah. he's not so bad to work with, so it wasn't hard to find a, a partner then. But. Yeah, because it's easy to get that label, hey, he, here's the guy with the brawn, but without the brains, but obviously you can oh, that, get that an A com- in your... You know, that was a comfort, comfortable place to, for people to put fighters a lot of times. It's like, you know, you know, guys want to think, oh, this guy's, this guy's smart too. Like, that's not... Yeah. I, I want to have something on him. He kick my butt and he's smart. Yeah, um, that, that doesn't work. I don't like that. Like, <laughs> so if... If uh, John was sharing on his program and just reviewing some of it, because it's great to hear your story and how um, your lives intersected, that he said when he fought with, with you, he just knew you had it. He knew you had the toughness and what it, the tenacity, I guess, or just that factor of um, that championship quality. He sensed that in you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was at that. I don't. I didn't know what quitting was. Like, yeah. You know, it wasn't like, you know, and I, I've always said it, it's, it's a, you know, mental toughness is a, it's an everyday thing. It's an all, all the time thing. Yeah. You have to pra- re- reinforce it and practice it all the time. And that's just the way. Yeah. Everything was that way when I was was growing up and being. Mm-hmm. When it came to sports, is like uh, that mental toughness. You always have to. Yeah. You always have to do your best. You always, and you know, I just always say it when I walked out to a ring. Like people go, "Hey man, go go go, go kick his butt." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "I'm gonna do my best." Mm-hmm. And and people like I people say I would say that, that that's a weird thing to say. Like you're yeah. gonna do your best. Like what's that mean? Like you know you're gonna go out there and mm-hmm. have some confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. No, that's me saying I have confidence in myself. I do my best. I'm gonna win. Yeah. I go. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I feel. I. But I. If I go out and do my best performance, I'm gonna win. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go out there and do my best. And that yeah. means that's yes, all you gotta ask from me. That's, yeah. that's if that's all that's all you can yeah. ask from anybody, really. So how do you get the label, the Iceman? How'd that come about? I, it's from John. John, you know, John liked to nickname people anyway. Did so yeah. he, that, that, but so, at my, my, I think it was my fourth or fifth fight. We were in Strongbow Arena. In, and this, in is this Vegas, a UFC or kick, kickboxing? No, kickboxing? Kickboxing. Okay. Kickboxing. And I, and I was. Had to show up and they wanted me there by five and I think I wasn't gonna there was a lot of fights on the card. I wasn't gonna fight till like nine at night. Mm-hmm. And John says, Okay, I'm gonna I'll come find you around eight o'clock and take wrap your hands and then we'll then we'll get warmed up and get mm-hmm. ready. Um and so he comes back down around eight, eight, whatever, starts looking for me when it's time to, to take my hands and he can't find me. He's mm-hmm. going, what did, Mm-hmm. Did he leave? Like, mm-hmm. did Chuck leave? Did he go somewhere? Did, mm-hmm. did anyone know where Chuck went? Like, where's he at? Yeah. And he's looking all over for me, and he find, finally finds me, and I'm curled up in a corner sleeping with my head on a tie pad. Like, just out. Like, and he's like, 
how are you asleep? Like he used to say, he used to get nervous before a fight. Like I'd go up and down before fights, all, all the way through to the fight. Like oh, and he couldn't believe that I was sleeping, so he started calling me the Iceman, yeah. and, and it and it stuck. Yeah, <laughs> you're like let's take a nap and get charged up, right? Yeah, I was, I was just hey, I, I was I was I want I was excited. I wanted it to happen, and I've, yeah. I I felt like if I. If I go to sleep, I can. When I wake up, I'll, I'll be closer to the fight. Right? It's, yeah. it's, it's ready to go. Let's go. Yeah. So. Yeah. What, what What was the break? How How'd you guys get the break and make that step to where you were? Well, you know, now really going to be a contender in the UFC. Well, what really happened was, uh, again, it was kind of weird. I didn't realize this until a couple of years after I retired. That and telling stories, people asking how you got there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Nick called me up. Nick one kick. Mm -hmm. Alfie and goes and Alfie's trainer, right? Mm -hmm. Calls and goes, Chuck, Alfie says you know how to wrestle. <laughs> the other time it was that yeah, you know yeah, how to fight, but yeah. this time it was you know how to you wrestle. wrestle. Do you want to do a mixed fight? <laughs> yeah. Or he said you're a pretty good wrestler. You want to do a mixed fight? Yeah. And I'm like, sure, why not? And he was having a fight at the Orleans Hotel and it was doing it was like a Is that Vegas? Or yeah, in Vegas. Okay. It's in Vegas, yeah. Okay. He was having a fight at the Orleans and it was it was before MMA was was legal, mm -hmm. so it was, but it was a pancreas rule like open hand slaps, and you've gotten like somewhat approved. From what that. do you call those rules? Pancreas, like kind of oh. like the old school pancreas, where you could palm palm strike. It. But by the, by the time, it, and then when you're on the ground, you can palm strike. But by the time we got to the fight, that's what he told me it was going to be. By the time we got to the fight, it got to okay, you can do open hand slaps with this part of your hand, and then when you hit the ground, it's just it's just wrestling, no no striking. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what, I'm already here, we train, I'm, let's just do it, let's go. And I went out and the uh, guy was, I think supposed to be a jiu-jitsu guy, but I, I wound up kicking him, in the, like he never took me down, just mm -hmm. kicked him in the head, knocked him out. Mm -hmm. And a guy in the, uh, on the side goes, hey, um, hey, you wanna fight in the UFC? And I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. People mm -hmm. talked about it, talked to me about it forever, and I was thought, oh, that'd be a perfect ma match for me, but, how do you get in it? When, and then UFC 17, I went in as an alternate. And uh, yeah, and I, I went in and fought. Uh, like 98, 97? That was 98. 98, okay. 98, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, that, was, that was a fun one. Uh, funny, funny story from that. I got a couple funny stories from that one. Was mm -hmm. like, I get there, you know, first off, I'm on my way to go weigh in, mm -hmm. right? Um, they flew us in. That Back then, they flew you in on a Thursday to fight on a Friday. Mm -hmm. So I'm flying in. And I got to weigh in right when I get there. The weigh-ins have already started mm -hmm. when I get there, and so I'm cutting weight on the on my my ride, my, mm -hmm. my flight, mm -hmm. and we connected to get there. So I, at the connection, I put on some plastics and I started plastic suit and started sweating and getting. Yep. So now I'm sitting next to some poor, the poor guy on the plane, sitting next to him. <laughs> and I'm sitting there sweating next to him, you know, doing this, you know, well, whatever. Um, so, so we get there. On a commercial get there, flight, you got your plastics on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we go, then we go, then we went and uh, I went and weighed in. I go to weigh in and, and I get to show up and we're thinking, I made the big time, right? I'm at the UFC, it's big. I get there and I look and they're using a bathroom scale. And I'm not talking about like a digital bathroom scale. I'm but talking about like, like the, one with the, with the little needles. Yeah. I'm going, really? <laughs> I get on there and then I'm like, and the guy goes, um, hey, uh, is it okay? No, 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 Hernandez was, uh, he was two pounds over. Is that all right? Mm -hmm. so I look at him, 
on that scale? <laughs> on that scale, are you sure? Yeah, he's fine. Okay. You know, we'll be we'll be okay. It's fine. And so and then we went. So we go and we fight. And I beat up, I beat him. Are you up to 220 it. at that time? Are you that big? Uh, at I was that 215. Time? 215. Yeah. yeah. So right and we're fighting 200. Yeah. 199 back then. Okay. And he, he um, but he, so, so we go and I beat him. And then I'm the alternate, right? So I want to get in the tournament because we got a thousand bucks to show up, right? But we got ten thousand if you took second, and twenty thousand if you took first. So oh, yeah. just getting back into the tournament makes me ten grand more, and then win it, and then I get I get another fight. This is the first shot at big money, right? Yeah, first yeah. shot at that at anything more than a, probably a grand or two grand here yeah. or there. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm, I'm excited. So, but uh, and I. Dan Henderson's in the back, and I know him. And, and the first first round of the, the tournament, he, he won, but he got his leg was beat up from getting leg kicked, right? And he's asking me, so what do you do for this? What you know? How? I'm like, you know, I, I think you probably shouldn't fight. You should probably just save, <laughs> it, just save it for another day. <laughs> save you're the, it. You're the yeah, I'm alternate. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you, you should save it for another day, bro. Like, a, you know, another time, but. He, he, he didn't, and he went out and won the won the thing. He, he did the right thing, but I, I couldn't resist. I had to try. Yeah. Like I was, I wanted to fight. So, so you didn't make it in. So I didn't make it in, but, but you know, I fell in love with the sport, and that's yeah. You know, you got your foot in the door there. Got, that's UFC 17. Are you going back for 18? How did how did it begin no, to progress? Did um, it take some time? I went and fought. I fought I, next. I fought in in Brazil. Oh, in Brazil. And then yeah. and then I got a. Uh, then I then I fought fought again in the UFC, mm -hmm. and then. Um, and then uh, a couple more times, I, I wound up hooking up with Dana actually as a manager. So when did you get your first shot at the title? You go back to um, takes oh. you a few years, and you well, get it takes it takes a while. I got, I got my first shot to get uh, ranked. I mean, you have well, to right. Well, you just keep fighting, find different people, and you know, I had some big wins, and then um, then I was supposed to fight Tito, and then he, he was he the champ at that time? Uh, yeah, he was yeah. the champ at that time, and then he. He decided. He, he said we were too good of friends to fight. And we got into all that stuff, but okay. uh, we got another time. Um, he uh, yeah. So we wound up. He, he wouldn't fight me. Then we didn't fight. And then I got a fight for an interim title against Randy Couture, and um, I lost that fight. And and that was, you know, that was a, a pretty uh, like it hit me pretty hard because I pretty more, big I was pretty I was pre more upset about letting Tito off the hook. Than I was of losing to Randy because Randy's a tough, tough guy, great fighter, and, and he, he beat me that day. So mm -hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. And but I was more upset that I let Tito off the hook. Like mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't might not have, might never have to fight me. Yeah, because so, you took Randy's fight and lost. And, yeah, so. and then he wound up fighting Randy. He found out wound up fighting Randy, losing, and then having to fight me and, and got knocked out. But mm -hmm. uh, John Lewis is my first first jiu-jitsu coach, mm -hmm. and I used to work with him and. And Scott Adams, I worked with him a lot. We were training, learning, learning together, mm -hmm. learning jiu-jitsu together. Mm -hmm. um, and the the thing that that we really did um, was concentrate on just for me was concentrate on getting getting out of bad positions, mm -hmm. staying out of submissions, and getting back to my feet. Because I felt on my feet at that point was especially since I started in fight. I mean, I was really starting fighting in the UFC mm -hmm. at the top level of the fighting game. And so I, I, I really wanted I, the best place I could finish a fight was standing on my feet, knocking people. I had, I had knockout power with both hands. I I'd kick out, kick knockouts. I, I, could, I could kick hard. I kicked hard. I was a good, good kicker. 
Because um, your record was, I mean, how many knockouts? Because you had like... Um, I think I had 13 between the UFC and, and Pride. Okay. Most memorable fight? Um, memorable, ooh. Toughest. Yeah, no, it's a tough. Or, I mean, uh, the toughest thing with that with with that is like I I go I usually if I have to default to one it was, I think um, the Randy, the second one because I I, I got to avenge a loss and I got the title yeah. right after it, had been, it was right after doing the show so there's a lot of build up to it. Um, I mean a close second would be probably the the, I mean I, it's between the second the third Randy fight because that proven that that second one wasn't a fluke. And and the first uh, Tito fight, just mm -hmm. because I, you know I was proven I would do to him what I what I said I would. Right. Uh, you and know. you you felt like that had been being dodged for a long time, and, yeah, you, and I, it finally happened. I could make it happen, and, and I got to end it the way. Yeah. I knew I could. Yeah. Yeah. So what changes in a in a person's life? Now you're now the champ of the world. I mean, you're holding up the bell. You've just won the UFC you know, light heavyweight championship. I, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things I think you figure out later in life. It's like, um, I, and don't get me wrong, I, I do it again. I, I love doing it, and I, yeah. I love doing it. But, you know, at, at some point you figure, like, there's got to be something more, you know, because yeah. it's uh, one of those things where you, um, I mean, it, 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 it's enough for, for a little, I don't know how long does it last. Right? People yeah, always ask me, how long, how, long, how, long, how, long it, how long does that excitement last that yeah. you won that, like a week? Mm -hmm. Two weeks, yeah. a month, a day. Yeah. How many? You know, I mean, because right away you're going, you're looking for your next challenge, right? Like, yeah. I, like you're, that's how yeah. you're built. Like I, I think yeah. I, being a fighter and being an athlete, I think you're looking. You're always kind of, you're always kind of looking to the next challenge. I mean, mm -hmm. okay, I proved, I proved I can do that. Uh, I think maybe I can do this. Yeah. I mean, that's just like uh, any of these, like, uh, like watching the pro BMX or mm -hmm. any of these offer. They're seeing their whatever you want to watch them do it this trick mm -hmm. this crazy trick that they want yeah. well maybe i can make it maybe i can do it twice yeah maybe i can do yeah. maybe i can do i can flip once but well maybe i can flip twice like maybe i can do this maybe I, it's yeah. like there's always that what's next what's you know? next and like and eventually I, I don't know i guess you run out of yeah what's next. so fast forward you've retired you're 50 years old you're the former uh, light heavyweight champion of the world and it's 2020, and things shut down, and and you get invited to go to a, a, a Bible study. Most people wouldn't really think of, you know, if I think of Chuck Liddell, Chuck, well, you got well, any spiritual I, background? I, I, well, my mom uh, was a Sunday school teacher for a little bit, and my mom, okay. well, my mom, we went to church every Sunday. We, okay. We were what kind of church, church do you know? Uh, Episcopalian. Episcopalian. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, we, went to we, we went to church regularly. Um, it, but that, I mean, always had a faith in God, generally. Always, always in general, yeah. I always believed, you know, believed in God. I mean, mm -hmm. just my, I never really delved into it very much. I never really mm -hmm. got into it a lot. And um, I mean, I don't know where to start with all this, but you know, I, I just, you know, it was one of those things. Like I really hadn't. And, Oh, how do I start this? Like, oh. so that, that so that I didn't actually get invited to that Bible study. Okay, my you, wife, you straightened my it out. My wife, my wife, my wife got invited. Uh, to a friend's house for a Bible study. Okay. And she really didn't, she, they were like getting ready to leave and I'm, I was actually cooking a vegan uh, lasagna for her. Like I was putting it together, getting, uh, I'm doing, preparing it and yeah. getting ready to, to put it in the oven. And she's going, oh, I'm gonna go up and, and go to this Bible study uh, Joy invited me to. And I'm like, um, well, I'll, I'll come. I mean, I, 
uh, I'll come when I'm done. Can I come up when I'm done? Like, she's like, oh, you don't have to come. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. And I, so I'm like, I'll come. I'll, I'll be up there. I'll just come up and say hi. I'll, I'll, so I put in a, put in my lasagna. I let them yeah. go up, and I came up. I put in my lasagna. I came up, and I'm, I come. And I'm sitting down in a big room, and everyone's, you know, they're doing a, with Rodney, and I don't know if you know, know the people, but they're all doing their Bible study thing. And you know, come and they came to ask me something, and and oh, um, my wife jumped. Up, oh no, he he's not a believer. He's just here to, I'm like, look at like, what, what, what do you mean, <laughs> huh? Like, and I was confused, and I got like I kind of didn't want to argue in front of everybody. Like, with, yeah. I, so I'm like, okay, let's kind of let it go. And Joey was talking about it afterwards, and um, and we we like, and I'm like, look, I'm trying to explain, like I. I've been a believer my whole life. I grew up that way. That's, I don't know what you're talking mm -hmm. well, So you'll take Jesus into your life? And right now, like, she got all excited. And I'm like, um, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm trying to say I have. I always have. I don't know why. I'm not sure what, what's going on. But yeah, sure. If that, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I'm okay. Yes, I take, take Jesus in, in, into, my, into my heart right now. And yeah. let's do it. Yeah. And, and then they... You know, and, and then I, I kind of went home and I started talking to my wife. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, no, you don't, you don't, no, you don't believe. I, you and, uh, you, you used to, you know, you give those people a hard time when they come up and talk to you and you do this. And I'm like, I, like, you know, like I get the, because I used to get the people come up and they're like trying to, I, I guess, I don't know how to put it, but that born again kind mm -hmm. of like yeah. that, you know, coming from a bad somewhere place and they, they're trying to present, you know, God to people, right? And I kind of took. I'd always they talked to me like I needed to be saved, and like I always took that offense to that. And you know, it it actually took me a while. I was actually on a men's retreat when I, with um, with my Bible group yeah. when I actually really realized that I you know I was really kind of a not a nice person. I was not being a nice person to them, and I was I always thought you know I just took an offense that they were that these people that obviously have done a lot of bad things in their life. And made a lot of bad decisions, and they're trying to t tell me that I need to find Jesus mm -hmm. when I I know more about the Bible and I know more about it than they do. So I got all you know, yeah. Like, and so I just would kind of be rough on them. But my wife read that as I was anti Christian, Christian, anti, anti yeah. like believer. religion, yeah. anti believer. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, well, that, that's not good. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and I kind of realized like I, I really should have been. You just help them. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to be not so abrasive with this. You want to, you know, talk to people. Come, come with a little, little more grace, a little more. Yes. You know, you little kind of share, share a little more, share a little bit softer. You know, you don't have to be so <laughs> rough and, and and not and for me, just not to be just such a jerk. Yeah. Really, is what I really needed not to be. But yeah. I really hadn't realized it till all the way till till and this is a lot after I started doing stuff. Um, so anyway, so. You know, I'm talking about, I'm like, and I'm still, and like, it, 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 took, it took me a while, like, and it's still like, she still wasn't convinced, and I think it, it took me quite a while to convince her, like, and she's like really surprised, because Rodney asked me if I'd join his, uh, uh, it was a Zoom group at the time, okay. for, for uh, on their uh, a Bible well, I don't know if you call it a Bible study. They read a book. Yeah, uh, it was a Christian book. Christian and book, and, and then you read, talk about a chapter. And we talk about each chapter each yeah. week, and 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 everyone kind of goes through um, talking about being a disciple and going through, and and kind of and you know I I kind of realized that yeah I really was kind of doing the 
check my box, I'm Christian, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I hadn't been to church in a lot. I've been mm -hmm. a couple of times over the last 10 years. You yeah. know, I've been yeah. here and there. I, I go I'm probably the next last 20 years. Mm -hmm. I've been a couple of times. Mm -hmm. There's just been a few. Um, and so I started doing those groups and then, uh, you know, uh, Joy invited us to God Speak and, mm -hmm. and I, I wound up, we wound up coming. And it was, I think it was a week before they were gonna find everybody for right. coming the next week, and we said, okay, we'll be here the next week. Yeah. Uh, really, they're, they're gonna be like that? Okay, we'll be here, yeah. we'll see you next week. <laughs> you know, so we've been, here, uh, when we, we've been here whenever we've been in town since. Sure. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, and I, and you know, the funny thing, I, I was talking about, even after that, I was talking to my mom. Mm -hmm. like, uh, I called her up, yeah. she's like, you're a ch what are you doing? You're a church? Really? <laughs> your mom's I'm your like, mom's shocked. Oh, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm obviously not putting off what I want to put off to people. And I, I really don't. And I, and I don't really, because uh, I'm not, I guess I, I've never been one for pushing my, felt like, and I think pushing my beliefs on people, but it's like one of those things where, like, I think, I think, I, I think uh, the other thing was just, I was just checking, like, I just being, too casual about it. I just, I was kind of checking the box, like you said, just checking the box and just, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm saved and sure. I'm good. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to, yeah. I don't have to do anything else. I to, I, you know, as long as I, as long as I believe, as long as I believe, I'm good, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and, uh, yeah, and I think that's one of the things uh, I, I really like the group I go to is one of the best things I do all week. You know, it just kind of helps me. Yeah. And it's been helping me work through my, work through, how, you know, Helping people, you know, and it's, it's 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 a nice nice feeling, you know. Yeah, amen. So, what's next for Chuck? What's Chuck seeing in his future? Sounds like you might start a cooking program. You were cooking vegan lasagna, so I can see you totally bringing the Chuck Liddell kitchen to people's I, living room. What do you think? I, I, don't know, I don't know about that. I, I, I try and I like cooking. I, you know, yeah. it's, it's something I used to do with my mom when I was a kid. Once a week, we'd cook up like a thing out of a out of a meal, out of a cookbook cookbook thing, yeah. and, and I do it, and that was always fun. So I, I think I, I I still like you know looking up looking up recipes and yeah. trying to make stuff that's yeah. halfway decent. Um, but and I really wanted to start reaching people that mm -hmm. with uh, and. Because you know, so many people tell me how I change their life, and I don't really understand how how I help them. But if I did, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm glad I did. You know, mm -hmm. if I made their life better in some way, and if I can help people, like you know, understand how to how to be nicer to each other, or mm -hmm. be how to be better versions of themselves, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would love to do that. And so mm -hmm. I had already started working on doing. More speaking tours and stuff, more more mm -hmm. of a fan experience, speaking tours. So there's a lot of fan stuff, fan stories, and I, yeah. know, the wild ride and the yeah. crazy, crazy life that I had, and 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 then, but I definitely will include, you know, where where I ended up and where yeah. where my feelings are now, and 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 helping people, uh, you know, helping people, you know, uh, lead better lives. You know, yeah, that's uh, great. Hopefully, yeah. The desire to give back and to invest in people and we're really looking at for meaning and purpose, all of us are looking for significance and when we see we can help someone, it's really rewarding. Yeah. Amen. All right, well we're out of time. Chuck, thanks so much. What a blast. Just to hear your story and uh uh, we've been friends for a short time, but I really love hanging out yet with you. Uh, what a beautiful family you have. And uh, uh, people see Chuck 
maybe as a fighter, but they don't know him as a husband and a dad and loves his kids. And what a, what a blessing. So, hey, we want to uh, send you off with a blessing from Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. darkness I won't hope for the hopeless and rest for the weary mind and you've got truth for the taking but my heart won't be shaken if today be the day that I die whoa 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 Times of trouble, I keep my heart seeking you. Oh, I will keep my heart seeking you. Whoa, 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 whoa.